Yo, this is D-Dow from the Go Do and D-Dow podcast show. Yo, if you want to do your own podcast, go to Google Play and download Anchor. Anchor is the best. You know what I'm saying? Read the instruction. Start your own podcast and invite your friends over on your podcast. Talk about everything and everybody like we do. Have fun with it. Anchor is the best. And I'll do this message. My name is D-Dog. And keep listening to the Bo Duke and D-Dog podcast. Coming to you live every day. Much love. Peace. Have fun with it, y'all. Anchor. Go get it. From Google Play. I'm out. You did. Yeah, welcome to the D-Dog podcast on Buster Free Tuesday. Yo, I'm D-Dog. I'm doing a live podcast today. At home by myself. Gotta go work a little later. Hope not to pass out like last time. The music you hear in the background, that's Jelly Roll. Uh, one of the best rappers, singers, slash, whatever, man. He was on The Biggest Loser. He's from Ratman Scene. But let's get on with it. Let's start off. I'm gonna start off from where I had left off from last week. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, let's just go into the social media thing. Rapper Snoop Dogg calls out Jada Pickett for cheating on her husband Will Smith with Augusta Asalan, or Salon, whatever his name, last name is. Now, this is one of these stories that I really don't like to get into because it's kind of personal to me, and I really know what Will Smith going through, and Jada had a shield woman, you know what I'm saying? But this all happened when Will Smith and Jada Pickett was not together. Will Smith confronted her and made her tell the truth about her relationship with Augustus. Now, getting back to what Snoop Dogg is talking about, first of all, how, the, how can Snoop Dogg call out Jada Pickett for cheating when he didn't call himself cheating on his wife? Now, this goes both ways, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if her and Will Smith wasn't not together at the time, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know what I'm saying? But Will knew that she was cheating. He confronted that she wouldn't tell it. So he made her tell the truth. And it's a true thing. But I know how to feel to be cheated on. I've been cheated on myself. Well, uh, it's girlfriend that I really love for a long time. Similar, some similar to what they're going through. But without the money, me and my ex, we was together for almost 20 years. I know I've been married about a century. And it was just a lot of things that was going on. Not with her family, but with mine. First thing they was learning that I was using her. How I'm using her when I'm buying her everything. If she wants something, she needs clothes, shoes, and stuff like that. Now, her shoe size, I know, but far as her clothes, man, I give her the money to go buy her own stuff. I was giving her money to get her done. Because one thing about me, I don't like no nothing here, woman. So, 
I don't think I want to say about this is Snoop Dogg, you need to mind your business, bro. For real. Get your stuff in order before you go check somebody else in daily relationship. Alright, moving on. Jamie Fox slammed Kanye West in his presidential video. Now, everybody know Kanye and, and, and Jamie Foxx and been had hit songs and stuff with Gold Digger and a couple more songs. But, first of all, Kanye West is a Trump supporter. And I think Jamie Foxx is rolling with Joe Biden. Now, Kanye West is running for president. I saw last week on uh, Fox News, and they asked Kanye how will he deal with the economic problem in the U.S. and with the coronavirus pandemic in the U.S. Now, y'all, I'm going to tell you something. Here's a guy who's trying to run for president, knew these questions want to be asked. And to be asked, to be honest, y'all, he really couldn't answer the questions. You had to be sitting there to see him fumble with the economic stimulus package. That's what I'm talking about. And the pandemic. And he was asked about taxes. Now, here's a famous rapper, producer, writer, who pays taxes, who was just not too long on the Forbes 100 Top 10 of being a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Now, you're living in America, Kanye West. You know what's going on. Not just with the uh, pandemic. You know, because that's the main thing everybody talking about the pandemic. And, you know, about the Gregory Ford situation. And this is one of the reasons that you are running for president. But you made so much money, man. And you done wrapped up in those family affairs. You never stepped outside that big old mansion you stay in Los Angeles and go to Los Angeles, South Central itself. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what's wrong with a lot of these rappers and actors and football players and sports players. They live in the hills in California. Or they live all around the secluded area in Los Angeles. But don't none of them take their time out to go through South Central. Let me tell you why. One, they be on the radio talking all this stuff about how hard they are and how tough they are. But when they go through South Central and see how it is in the hood, they know half all the stuff that they be saying on their rackets and videos. It's a bunch of crap. And I can speak because I stayed in Los Angeles for 15 years, y'all. And trust me, South Central is more harder than Chicago, more harder than New York, Miami, Milwaukee, Texas. This is one of the killing capitals of the world. And don't let me forget New Orleans. This is one of the killing capitals of the world. And from where I come from, man, this is the home of gangbang. It's not Chicago. It's not New York. It's not Miami. It's not New Orleans. It's not Texas. It's Los Angeles. 
Los Angeles have more guns than any state in the United States. You know what I mean? And now, here's a black man running for president because of the, the racial profiling, the killing of young black males by police officers. Now, all that I understand. But how can you run for president and don't have your facts on board with you anywhere you go? He did a thing last week in New York, a rally. I mean, not in New York, in Chicago. He did a rally in Chicago. He was asking serious questions. And one thing I know, he had somebody that's advising him. So every time he was asked a question, y'all, he put his hand on the mic, they talked in his ear, and then he answered the question. That is not the way to run the presidency. So I agree with James Fox. You should have slammed Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? You don't have your morals together. You don't have your, your, your responsibility together to run the president. And to me, you're trying to do the Donald Trump thing. You're trying to use your money to influence people to go for you because you're a famous rapper. Man gone. Because if they had a, a debate, man, you'll embarrass yourself. Because it's going to be asked a lot of serious questions that you probably can't answer because you don't do the research. So to Jennifer, I mean, to Kanye West, man, sit down, do the research, man. Get out into the neighborhoods, man. Come on, man. And the only reason... Before I, was, before I was interrupted. Only reason that Kanye West is really doing this job is because he knows for a fact the American people are sick and tired of President Trump. And a lot of Republican people all across this country who voted there to get him elected really regret they got him elected. He slammed Obama. He slammed Obama Trump. But everybody know when you run for president, we're coming in to clean up the mess of the past president. Okay. The throw. Donald Trump, when Donald Trump first announced that he was running, the first thing he did was slam our president, a black president, with the runner-up who he's running up against, Joe Biden, who's vice president, who is really the front-runner of winning the election. Now, I'm going to go back, I'm going to come forward. Now, everybody knows that. Donald Trump cheated to become president. We all know that. You know what I'm saying? It don't take a fool not to know this man cheated. Okay. Now, in the upcoming election, here it is, Kanye West is stepping out, trying to do pretty much the same thing, but without the cheating part. You see what I'm saying? He's, he already knows that the black people are not going to go for Donald Trump. And I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans. They're not already said they're not voting for Donald Trump. So if another Republican step up, they'll go for him. So that would be Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? He's a Republican. He made no bones about it that he is. So, hey. It is what it is on that.
talk. I agree with Johnny Thought he should have slammed Kanye with. Um, Kanye, here's a message. For me to do. The closest you step out on the podium the next time, the closest you step out on the next podium to talk to your people and do your research, homeboy. That's what you play. That's what you play the people who work for you to do. So you want to stand on national TV and look like a fool. Moving on. Now, this is a story that. You know, really broke my heart. You know, because this is about Pop Smoke the rapper, who died in February, who was robbed yesterday in Los Angeles. Four men were arrested, and they was all black, y'all. Two of them was adults, and two of them was teenagers. This is really sad because I believe that without knowing the, the, the true things of really what happened to Pop Smoke, this is just a sad thing because living in Los Angeles, Pop Smoke was just like Nipsey Hussle, another rapper who used to gangbang. You know what I'm saying? Tried to come out the street. With his rap music, which he did, bought a brand new house in the suburbs of Los Angeles. And he was robbed and killed. You know what I'm saying? But two teenagers, one 17 and one 15, are in on this charge. Now, let me tell you something about this. Now, when I come from, when I live in L.A., the two older adults, I'm, I'm just going to call it like the police always said is. This is really gang-related. Because the two adults are in their 20s and 30s. These young guys are teenagers. And I know pretty much know the gangs up there, man, you know. The young guys were getting quoted in on the set. They probably already got quoted in. This here was to let the guy know that they're really down for this set. Now I could be wrong and I love to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But dealing with the things up there is very dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Because like they said, you blood in, you death out. You know what I'm saying? Once you blood in, the only way you get out of the gang is by death. I don't care about how much money you make. You know what I'm saying? And you like to see a lot of rappers like, Baby, who's a pyro, you know what I'm saying? Wayne, pyro, you know, it, it just goes on Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg along this crook. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> just because they, with the things, they still can't do for their sex. You know what I mean? And this is just a sad story, you know, because two teenagers are facing Murder in the first degree, they're gonna get bound over. And this is so sad, and they're gonna get in jail for the rest of their life, you know? And Pop Smoke was an up and coming rapper, 
that um, really um, splashed on the scene last year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, doing some uh, 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 a guest on other rappers albums. And this is just a sad story to see two young guys get called up 17 and 15 and then do a hard time, man. That's just so sad. But in the state of California, you know, man, they, they got that three star law. And it's just really messed up because when they made that three star law, they really gave the police the power just to lock up anybody they want. You know what I'm saying? Without no investigation, none of that stuff. And it still goes on today. And people running around thinking that LAPD or the Los Angeles Police Department is the worst police department in Los Angeles. That's not true. I, like I said, I live there. It's the sheriff department, Lenart and Thirestone. These sheriff department, they throw the book out the window. They don't do nothing by the book. They do it their way. They don't care about the DA and, 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 and your lawyer or none of that. I said no. Because they treated me like pure dirt. I was a young guy playing football from parts to high school to junior high. You know what I'm saying? And I was known all across the city. And I stayed in a predominant crip neighborhood. And these two white guys, Young and Cooper, and, and for my last set, you know, because I keep on reports on that, I go to the website. These guys are still there. They are. One is a lieutenant now. I think that's Young. Cooper, I think he's a death sergeant or something. I heard that one of the gangs got a hold of his butt and rat tat him. You know what I'm saying? But... I was standing in the all crip neighborhood and I played football and they thought it was thought I was a uh, uh, heavy drug dealer. However they thought because I'm standing around I'm standing around crips with a black and red tie and suit on. Like it's no problem. And there wasn't no problem. And these guys knew I would never disrespect their set. You know, but they knew the school I went to and they knew our school colors, man. They didn't hold it against me for one thing that was proud of me for doing so good in school and living in their neighborhood. And they stuck by me a long time until the day I left. But these two crooked cops, man, made my life a living hell. You know, I... They gave me a charge that I beat, then I gave me another charge that stuck. So you already know, everything that I was working for, went out to wonder. You know what I'm saying? But the LAPD is made a scapegoat when it really is the Lenox and Thirestone Sheriff Department. They are the dirtiest people up there in Los Angeles County. You know what I'm saying? They're very dirty. But I'm going to move on with that and come back to LA. This is my favorite story of the day, y'all. On Buster Free Tuesday. Y'all listen to the Big Dog Podcast Live. This is my favorite story. Last week, T.I. This is a challenge for 50 Cent. But before 
I'll get into that. The guy who's running for president, Kanye West, and 50 Cent had a battle. If y'all didn't see it, it was one of the best battles I ever seen because Kanye West, a lot of TI said, smoked 50 Cent. Okay, so. This son has this catalog, and there was something uh, disrespectful to T.I. So, T.I. issued a challenge last week. And 50 Cent has not still accepted this challenge yet. But, T.I. says, let's see who is the battle lyricist. Now, when it was posted on Facebook, it was a guy said, man, Fifty will smoke Fifty uh, will smoke T.I. because he don't like T.I. So I texted, I replied to that and said, nigga, please, there's no one in hell that 50 Cent can mess with T.I. and rap and everybody that listens to this podcast know who has the most songs, the most hits, and who making the most money with the rap game. This cent, he don't rap no more. He's a writer, executive producer of TV shows. Like, the new show, the new show that's on Stars TV. And then he was doing, he was the writer, and he was the producer and co-writer of Power, which they're going to make a Power 2, the Book of Ghosts. Which drops, I think, sometime soon, but the premiere comes on next Sunday. Okay. And I'm going to get into that a little later on my social media. Tab. That's what I'm doing right now on social media. I haven't got to the sports yet. But, uh, that's not going to do it now. They're going to continue the story on. Everybody's going to still be there. And, uh, his son and, uh, his son and, uh, Medjay Glass, they're going to become partners. Um, Ghost wife, she's in jail for ghost murder. You know what I'm saying? Tisha. Oh, Tasha, whatever that Tasha. Oh, we gotta check this out. That's gonna be dope and it's coming up soon, but then back to T.I. I think T.I. will smoke at the shit. And straight up lyricism 101, cause like I said, and I've been saying this for the longest. I think I had the number one album since he came out. And that's that on it. And the only reason he ain't accepted this challenge is because he know how hard he got smoked by Kanye West. Okay, with that being said, that's out of here. That's out of here. Let's move on. To the NFL. This is one story, man, that really tweeted, really tripped me out. And this was last week. You know, um, okay, um, DeAndre Baker, cornerback for the New York Giants. Now, last year, the New York Giants moved up, I think, it was three or four spots to draft him. Him and Quentin, 
Dunbar for the Seattle Seahawks, which is another corner that I wanted for Arm Rob. Now, when I saw this y'all last week, I was really, really, really appalled. These are NFL stars. Y'all are robbing people at gunpoint. They are both wanted for. They are both wanted for uh, four counts of uh, four counts of armed robbery, four counts of aggravated robbery. What if I um both of them said what if I um both charges or what if I um now this was in South Florida. This was last Wednesday. Now let me tell you something about this. These charges will put them if they are found guilty. These charges will put them in jail for the rest of their life with no parole in the state of Florida. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm talking about for the NFL side. But then, like me and one of my friends said, they don't know what's contract. I don't care if they just don't know what's contract. They get a sentence. They still should have enough money. Well, especially Quentin Dunbar, because he's been playing for, well, this time since about four or five years. And D'Angelo, and D'Angelo Baker just came in the league last year. Now, this is a sad story. But when I get through this podcast, I'm going to go do a little more research on this. Because I was reading some of it, I just read the charges and what they wanted for. I don't know if they've been calling out, they've turned themselves in. But that's just really a sad story. Here are NFL players that look, look kids look up to out robbing people for thousands of dollars, gold watches, and uh, 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 stuff in the house, man. It was real sad when I heard this. You know what I'm saying? And. When I heard this, man, I was sitting there saying to myself, okay, yeah, this what they got. They got four counts of armed robbery, what if I um, a four counts of aggravated robbery, what if I um, thousands of dollars and watches. Come on, man, I don't get that. I don't get that. You know? I don't get that at all. You know, you tell me, you know, you're an NFL player and you out here robbing people. That must let me know the Giants and the Seahawks ain't paying y'all enough money where you have to get out here and commit a crime. You did all this hard work to get out here to be an NFL superstar. And this is what you're going to do your life and your career. You're going to take yourself away from your family and the thing that you love out here. This is a sad story, man. I, I just, I'm going to do a little more, uh, a little more investigating on that, man. But you're listening to me, these all gonna be all podcasts, man. Live on Buster Free Tuesday, man. I'm gonna keep it moving on, man. And here's another story that I'm, I love to talk about right now. Deion Sanders' son has committed to Atlanta, Florida. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta. Florida, Atlanta. For the 2021 season. And the Owls are getting assist to quarterback. He is a pocket quarterback. 
consists to his 205 uh, pounds. Last year, he threw for 3,477 yards and 47 touchdowns with three interceptions. That's remarkable. A pocket quarterback, y'all. He is ranked number one, I mean number eight, as a, pa- as a pocket passer. And he's the 41st prospect. I think this is a remarkable story. You know what I'm saying? Here's a young man that uh, can really go to any big university, but he chose to go to Florida Atlantic. I don't know what's up on that. I don't know if he didn't get enough scholarship offers, but at 6 2, it's just kind of, you know, most quarterbacks coming out these days are, you know, they're 6 6 and 6 5, 6 4, 6 3, something like that. But he was the Baker Mayfield. He's the 6'2 quarterback. I think Baker and number 6'1. He might be 6 feet. But this is a young man. I pulled up the, uh, I pulled up some of his, uh, game, uh, plays, games he played in on YouTube. And I see a young man who's still growing. He has a rocket on. He's very accurate. And I know his dad taught him well what to look for about Dion being one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time. Taught him, you know, hey, look, how to read the defensive line I am. If you go back and watch him on YouTube, you can see that. That's what Dion taught him. And I think that's very special. You know? And that's something I've been trying to teach my grandkids. Hotel indicated. Don't grow up the way we grow up. Put a ball in the hand. Education is the future, y'all. And that's some stuff we need to be teaching our kids right now. You know what I'm saying? Going on through this pandemic. When they're trying to kill every black man and black woman around here. You know what I'm saying? And that's why a lot of people like Warren Buffett and them guys that are so rich, they got rich by building prisons to put us in. You know what I'm saying? And keeping the black people down, that's all they want to do. But they want something that they both can't cash, and that's a racial war. But I ain't going to get into that today. You know, not right now. No, but I'm very happy that this young man decided to go to Florida Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, the things I watched, the things I watched on YouTube this morning, he was remarkable. He is a true pocket quarterback. The pocket breakdown, you know, he do the Russell Wilson thing. He expands the play. He don't run downfield, y'all. He expands it. He uses his feet, his eyes, without pointing his hand, and he's very accurate. And I think he was going to be very successful on the next level. And I think he's still going because I don't think he's 18 yet. And to throw, to throw 3,477 yards and 47 touchdowns is remarkable. You don't have guys in the NFL throwing them many yards in the season. It's only a select few. You know, because, uh, 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 the 49ers quarter day, he didn't throw for 2,000 yards. Yeah, for 1,000 yards. But moving on to uh, the uh, <laughs> next thing, 
Look, I want to decide to see Joe, Joe Enzies the other day get on the airplane in a uh, hazardous suit to see a seven foot one or two guy wearing two at the side in a hazardous suit was very, very funny. But they posted on ESPN the morning that uh, Joe Enzies is very excited about Ben Simmons playing Power Four. Now, this is something I really, really kind of, you know, I'm kind of suspect, cause, you know, Ben Simmons is not no good suit, y'all, you know what I'm saying, I like him when he was playing the, uh, the point guard with the ball in his hand, just spitting the ball, you know what I'm saying, but they add new players to the team, I don't know what they're into all that, but Joe M.D. seems to be excited about him playing power forward, hmm, I don't know, y'all, it could just be me. You know, if you listen to the D-Dog podcast live on Buster Free Tuesday, man, and this is crazy, you know what I'm saying? This is real crazy. Here's a guy who was in, well, he originally really close to be a power forward, but I, I just can't see him, you know, I don't know, y'all, I, I'm, I'm kind of skeptic, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of skeptic on that, you know what I'm saying? It's a trip, you know. I think that's still suspect, you know. Take it, you know. Cause here's a guy who really plays point guard with a powerful body. Don't get me wrong, you know what I mean. He does. But for him to play powerful now and this mid this late in the season. On the restart, you know, and I, I, I ain't gonna say he can't do it, you know, but I don't know, man. Him posting up on guys that's, I just can't see him doing it. I, I don't know, man. I'm conflicted. I really am. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much what I'm going to talk about right now on that. You know what I'm saying? But hold on. One second, y'all. got to pull this up. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, on this page, they're saying that Patriots Cam Newton say replacing Tom Brady is an elephant in the room. Okay. First of all, you're replacing a legend. And the elephant in the room is you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know what you mean by that. A lot of people are, 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 are more, you know, you know, beloved to Tom Brady. But Tom Brady's down, so I'll let Tom Brady talk about you to ignore it and go do your job. You're fighting for the number one position on the Patriots team, and that's the quarterback. Now, I done watched all his workout videos and you know how he's so in victory with the Lord. I respect all that. You know what I'm saying? He's in great shape. You know what I'm saying? He let us see that the leg, the, the tool or whatever he has says on us in here, man. And he look, he, he's in remarkable shape. But man, I'm going to tell you something. You need to go to New England with blinders on and ear muscle, ear clothes, and, 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 and cloud out all that stuff out of your head about who you replacing. Just go do your job, man. You know what I'm saying? 
we got one good deal for 7.9 million, man. Going into your job, man, take over the position and be a strong leader, not just on the field, but in the locker room and in the community, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about, dog. This is what you work hard for all your life. Stop trying to, don't, don't go in there and, and, and compare yourself to Tom Brady because you can never do that. You got too many championships, too many rackets, too many MVPs, you know what I'm saying? Too many Pro Bowls. You don't have none of this stuff, bro. So, stop worrying about the elephant in the room and going into your job, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? I hate even talk about stuff like that on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? You know? Moving on. Premier recruiter Duke basketball rookie to have huge impact on the decisions. Now, this is a story I heard a couple of days ago. You know what I'm saying? And first of all, I feel bad for Coach K and my beloved Duke Blue Devils with this uh, Zion scandal that's raising havoc all over North Carolina. Because I spoke on this last week, I agree with uh, Stephen A. and Max. I ain't worried about you taking the money. I'm mad that you took $400,000 instead of getting $10 million, bro. I'm just saying, y'all, you know, if it's me, I'm tripping. Why would I take 400000 when I know I can get $10 million? Y'all be mad. You know what I'm saying? And this new recruiter that's coming in for Duke, man, is supposed to solve all these problems that they have in a, you don't have an in-hoof impact on one and done players. The game don't make no difference because after this year, man, they're going to be able to come straight out of high school and go straight to the league. You know what I'm saying? I don't too much worry about that, though. You know? But, I'm sitting here rolling through social media, and, uh, <laughs> it's a trip, y'all. But I'm glad y'all sitting down and listen to me on my podcast on Buster Free Tools. I'm coming back later around with the Buster Free Podcast Music Edition. I'm going to do that when I come back from work and I'm going to blend it in with this uh, podcast and we're going to move on. I hope y'all having a very safe and beautiful day on Buster Free Tools. It's 94 degrees here in the M. Feels like 110. So if you out, man, drink plenty of water and uh, do your social distancing, wear your mask, wash your hands, protect yourself at all times. And none but love from you guys, man. And uh, I had a couple people asking yesterday what's up on doing the Big Dog and both, I mean, both different Big Dog podcasts. I'm not even going to get into that right now. You know what I'm saying? My homie doing his own thing right now. He's going through a rough patch. All I can do is be here and support him. I love him. We had a few words. I tried to talk to him yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Because there's one thing I ain't finna do. I ain't finna, I ain't finna fight you around a buster, a buster who really a buster that don't like you. Talk about you like a dog in the hood. But because you ain't messing with me. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking. He loves it. You know what I'm saying? And you, and he's dwelling into that. So. I can tell this. I'm moving on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do my podcast, and I know he listen to this podcast, you know. Still going to be my best friend. Still going to be my homie for life, homie. 
you know. So when you get your shit together, you know why I say it. Mm-hmm. So that's that on it. And you are listening to the D-Dog Podcast live on Buster Free Tuesday. Tomorrow is hump day. I'm coming back with the hump of the day. And I'll be back in a few minutes. With the neck bone of the day. That's every day. You know what I'm saying? And we got to go Thursday. We got I Don't Give a Fuck Fridays. And we got Sucker Free Saturdays. And Soul Food Sunday. And y'all gonna hear this every day from D-Dog. Y'all listening to the D-Dog Podcast live on Buster Free Tuesday. You hear me? So, I'ma take a little break. And I'll be back a little later. I love y'all. Be safe. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you're listening to the D-Dog Podcast live on Buster Free Tuesday. That motherfucker stopped. Oh, I'm gonna say. Yeah.